Hello everyone, and in today's episode I'm joined with Chloe, and, and, and Chloe has Crohn's disease, and, and today we'll be hearing about her journey and all the wonderful things she does to raise awareness and, and uh, help other people too. So thank you Chloe for joining me today. No problem, thank you so much yeah. for having me, the bright yeah. sunny Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely like, lovely sunny day today and I think that, that that really helps like getting through the day as well. Oh my gosh, it helps so much, you can just see people's moods lift which just yeah is, is an absolute must at the moment isn't it? <laughs> Definitely and I think uh, I've said before like, I, like preferring the sunshine than the cold weather. <laughs> Oh my God, everyone does. <laughs> this winter's yeah. been so cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has, and it's just nice to see that sunshine. And, and hopefully, summer this year is like uh, okay. Like, um... Bring on summer. That's all I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about every minute. It's fine because it's summer soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Chloe, just start off with you. Just maybe just introduce yourself, say a little bit about yourself, and, and all that jazz. Yeah, no problem. So my name is Chloe. I'm 28 years old. Um, I currently live by the sea in Brighton in uh, Sussex. Um, so today is a glorious day with the sun out. Um, and I think really if we go kind of into my journey and, and how my Crohn's and immune uh, life kind of hit me, um, I've always been fit, active, hyper, um, full of energy um, and when I was a child um, I always had something wrong with my stomach and it was just one of those things that you know you just have a funny tummy all the time <laughs> and I thought it was kind of normal and me and my mum noticed when, when I was younger um, that it was kind of any any time I had like an exam the next day uh, or I was upset about something, I, I would always get a worse funny tummy. And that's the conversation that we had in our house throughout my childhood. It was never looked into, it was just how I was. Um, and then I went into cabin crew when I was actually 18. Um, and I found that my stomach was progressively getting worse. Um, I put it down to food maybe I was eating or lack of sleep um, generally just stress on my body and uh, it wasn't a very healthy job um, and then I went into the corporate world of the state agency um, I actually lived in Wales with my ex-boyfriend and a bit of a turbulent relationship for about five years as everyone's relationships are at that age um, and again I noticed that whenever I went through like a stage of feeling stressed or unhappy or upset um, it would get worse and at that point I wasn't educated on why that was I was just like what the hell's going on with my body I'm always ill uh, but you know I was still that kind of person that ran 10 miles before work um, so I knew that it wasn't like affecting me too much but then I used to get something which I used to call flare-ups um, and as we all know now, we all know what a Crohn's flare-up is or <laughs> yeah. whatever. But I didn't at that point. I really had no clue. And I thought it was always diet-related. So that's when I started going through hospital referrals. So this was probably at the age of 22, I'd say. Um, and I went through lots of kind of dietary referrals and... Um, 
scans here, there and everywhere. I've never had a colonoscopy at this stage. This was all just kind of like ultrasounds and stuff like that. And they're like, no, no, nothing's wrong with you, you're fine. They couldn't find anything. So I just cracked on, cracked on with life. Cracked on with the stresses, cracked on with fueling my body exactly the same as I'd always done and making no changes. Um, and then I moved to London. So guess what? London brings even more stress. <laughs> Um, but I was at like the peak of my career. I was managing an international estate agency brand, um, you know, earning loads of money and, and spending it all and having loads of fun, basically. Um, but this stomach thing was, was getting worse. Um, and by then I'd been referred from Wales to London. So all of my investigations were starting again, um, because that's what hospitals like to do. Uh, they don't read notes. <laughs> uh, and then um, I moved house one day. Um, I was under a lot of stress in work, pressure. Um, and I woke up in the middle of the night and had what we call now a ginormous Crohn's attack. Um, where I was losing a lot of blood. Um, excruciating pain. Fainting. I was being sick. Um, and then I ended up in hospital, and I was in hospital for three weeks, um, and I got diagnosed with colitis actually first, and then, you know, there's always swings and roundabouts as to whether it's colitis or Crohn's, and it was, to be honest, it's all, it's all still up in the air. Um, yeah, so I had a colonoscopy, and, and my doctor said, wow, you know, looking over your notes for the last 10 years, this should have been diagnosed a lot sooner, but unfortunately, sometimes it takes you to get really ill for someone to kind of recognize what it could be and unfortunately that's what happened to me and I was discharged out of hospital on I think I was on 35 tablets a day plus steroids um, and then that was my life then for about for about three or four months I wasn't very well you know okay some days okay not not the next and that was a bit of a turbulent time for me so that was actually three and a half years ago three years ago so yeah that was me back then <laughs> so that's time how does I go fast <laughs> my god so fast <laughs> i think i was diagnosed in 2017 and yeah. throughout that year just now looking back you can look back in photos and you can just tell the difference i think uh, yeah. by looking back and that year uh like like i think it you're right i think it, like it, it can like you can have those signs of when you're growing up like from young age because i i remember that certain foods that i was all right with one minute and another minute i couldn't eat i felt like i was being sick sometimes which is why it's so important for people to realize that this is not dietary it's digestive you know i'm not allergic to anything it's just that some things might not be digested properly and then it can cause an immune defense because you're not absorbing the minerals and vitamins then you have a flare-up whereas you know a lot of people are like oh you must be so fussy with food no not really i'm just healthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i think that like there has been times i think it's normally when you're in a flare-up like for, but for me where i might have to avoid things where like especially when I was diagnosed, I couldn't eat spicy foods. So I, I, I didn't mind spicy foods, but I just couldn't yeah. eat them. So, yeah. But um, like even before I had Crohn's and knew something was wrong because I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating anything. 
I was I couldn't eat anything. I, I was put yeah. on this. I mean, I, I remember being a teenager. I mean, you know, late teens, early twenties, and being like really afraid to actually go go to restaurants and stuff. You know, and looking back, it's just a, such a silly mindset to be in. But then, if you're not, if you don't know what's going on with your body, then you know can't really do much about it can you <laughs> no no you can't but i think that it is like it just proves that you can still do things like with yeah. having crohn's and like uh, although there might be some days where are worse than others like as you, like i said before stress is a quite a big yeah. symptom as well where and, like, yeah. Yeah, and having like blood loss as well can be scary um especially at first like thinking what's happening and it shouldn't be yeah. red it should be yeah. Not the normal uh, colour it should be, but I think that, that those things that um, you kind of get to learn with and yeah, find things around it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean that that for me seems like a very long time ago, um, and now you know my life is very very different because I I took what I felt. Um, I don't think I dealt with it very well for the first few months. I was just like, oh god, there's all these pills. Like, all I want to do is go out now and just be normal. And I couldn't, you know, I was really frightened to eat things that I hadn't cooked. I wouldn't want to drink alcohol, but I was in, I was in like a corporate job, kind of have to, you know. And then that's actually where the changes in my life started to happen because I, I took it upon myself to research the hell out of Crohn's, to research the hell out of gut health, um, immune system and you know what the doctors don't tell you is that Crohn's disease is an immune disease which means when you're not digesting minerals, vitamins and protein from the foods that you're potentially not digesting, guess what? Your immune system's going to dip. When your immune system dips, you have a Crohn's flare up. (laughs) So it's like this spiral, this circle that people can't seem to get themselves out of. And it's because they're not educated on what you can do around nutrition, you know, keeping yourself stress free, you know, all of those things. So I took took a turn and I, um, I decided to make it my mission to basically protect my immune system so my my mindset was right what can i do with nutrition and my lifestyle and the way that i live to just change a few things i couldn't change my job i couldn't really change my habit of fitness but i needed to change my nutrition so that's actually when i got um i researched and got involved with herbal life nutrition which is the world's leading nutrition brand and the, the science behind it is the products are designed to fuel your body with optimal nutrition, which means if you can have a Herbalife breakfast in the morning full of minerals, vitamins, proteins, and fiber, digest it easily, then you're doing a lot better than you were yesterday. <laughs> so my mission was to just simply do that for like four weeks. I felt amazing. My immune system was better. I cut out meat. I don't now eat meat at all in my head if something's hard to digest I'm not going to digest what's good of it so there's no point in having it so I cut out meat most dairy 
um, and I implemented Herbalife Nutrition to my diet and then I mainly went plant-based actually. I do sometimes eat fish but I mainly went plant-based but we all know that plant-based foods are high in fibre and the doctors tell us to avoid fibre. So I was like okay I need to balance out soluble and insoluble fibre and I'm going to do that by basically just having a really really varied diet so you know I don't just stick to three types of vegetables I have you know 20 a week I don't stick to one type of um, fruit you know I stick to the ones that are less sugar and easy to digest so I've done a lot of research myself and it, and it helped me a lot with managing it um, and then actually as a result of that I found that my sport um, was was getting better you know my performance was getting better my my uh, recovery was getting better and then people started to notice this in me so people that knew that I had been ill before people that knew me from the gym they were like what the hell are you doing you know you've got this thing where I've seen you be really ill and now all of a sudden you're a bit of a machine and you're still working and I was like yeah you know fitness is my passion and, and actually nutrition now and, and health coming to be a bit of a passion of mine as well because I feel so much better now that doesn't mean to say that I didn't have flare-ups because I did it was just generally day to day I felt better I knew what to eat to protect myself and actually if I went through a flare-up uh, I knew how to handle it so before if you go for a flare-up you cannot sometimes you can't even have water can you like it literally is that bad actually through protecting my immune system the way that I've been doing now it's built up to a point that when I do have a flare-up it's really not that bad and actually usually I feel like it hits my immune system before it hits my gut so I can have that horrendous like I don't know whether you get it but sometimes when I'm about to be a bit ill I actually get anxiety first and I feel the anxious building up in me and I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to have a bit of a immune dip here. So then all I do is whatever I can possibly do to protect myself to allow that not to get bad, i.e. I quit my job, my corporate job. There was too much stress. You know, time wasn't my, my own. Um, I was, wasn't sleeping well. People were nasty to me in the, you know, the corporate world. I smashed it, but I was just like, I'm too young to let this be my life. So I actually am now full-time um, nutrition and fitness. So I run my own business, which means if I am ill one day, I'm only really letting myself down. I'm not letting anyone else down, um, which is less stress for me. Um, you know, I know that I can have my Herbalife products, my Herbalife nutrition, if I'm really feeling rough, if that's all I can have, that's fine because it's minerals and vitamins and protein that I wouldn't have been able to consume before. So my life's turned a massive U-turn. It took a couple of years, don't get me wrong, like this has taken me about a two-year process to learn. Um, but now I'm really grateful that from what I've learned, I am actively helping other people, not cure anything, just saying, look, this has worked for me. It might work for you let's try it and you know fitness is a massive um, a massive distraction for me mornings aren't very good for me even still mornings my stomach's a bit rubbish but the best thing I can do is just get out and beat it by exercising because then the blood flow you know moves around your body it moves away from the inflamed area 
Um, and that's pretty much how I live my life now. So it's funny when people are like, you know, how's your mindset the way that it is? I wake up and all I think about is protecting my immune system. That is literally my goal <laughs> for the day. <laughs> I think, as boring I, as that yeah. is. <laughs> that is a good goal to have because like, uh, as like as we know the times we start to find ourselves in like having a moon system is quite important and as well like um especially like keeping fit um yeah like, well when you can you're just going out for walks even that that helps gain yeah. that fitness so i think that is like it's, it's really good what you're doing and like as you say like like inspiring other people maybe like to, to, to follow you and and do that like fitness even if it's just getting up in the morning like early that's it like even if it is just a walk you know I mean when I I mean I'll be honest over Christmas um I drank alcohol and I don't actually usually drink anymore back in the day I was a bit of a party animal but I don't anymore um I drank a bit of alcohol and I ate foods that I wouldn't normally eat now that's not to say that I binged and I was really unhealthy I just ate foods I wouldn't normally eat um and lo and behold I think it was the last two weeks of January it hit me like a ton of bricks and I was tired I couldn't stop napping and for anyone that knows me I am literally this hyper 24 7 like I literally don't stop um I, I wouldn't I couldn't stop napping my stomach was it wasn't horrendous but you know you can just feel it I was like I could just feel I always say to my mum I've got a cronesy belly <laughs> and I could just like I could feel it it just feels weird um I even did a covid test because I was like oh my god maybe I've got covid like one of the symptoms is fatigue but I didn't um but it yeah I wasn't right for two weeks and you know looking back now it's because I was I just wasn't doing what was right for me so it when I speak to some other people that have got Crohn's and they're at home and they don't do anything and you know they're they're pale they haven't got outside they they think the world's against them and you know I understand I completely understand it but look at your nutrition look at what you're eating look at what you're drinking are those things giving you energy because if they're not you're gonna feel that bad forever and you know your gut is like your second brain so if you don't fuel your brain you're not going to work so if you're not going to if, if you don't feel your gut properly you're, you're not going to work um, and I think people get themselves into this vicious cycle of when they've been diagnosed or when they're not feeling great you think the world's against you the best thing is to do is just sit at home and do nothing and eat crap it's just the worst thing to do ever yeah, yeah. and I, I can understand like uh, like as you said like, last year having a drink and maybe having a few foods they didn't have because of how bad last year was because yeah, uh, exactly. I think I think we all deserved a little treat at the end but we needed um, a blowout yeah. Christmas <laughs> yeah but like I, I, I'm like you I don't really drink uh, like alcohol because I think like, uh, like as we know like that can impact like Crohn's disease and even cause flare-ups and everything so I don't really drink but I do drink like the or maybe I was a little bit of alcohol at a special occasion so I did have a little bit at Christmas and I didn't really have a lot so I, I do like, like 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 with caffeine for example I can't have caffeine because that that, that causes like me pain as well so I, I I have like I still have cups of coffee I have decaf so yeah. for me 
taste the same, but other people might not. So I think because everyone's taste buds are different. So yeah, so, I mean so, that's, that's it. You know, these things that are going to cause inflammation. Essentially, you don't want. I mean, I'm the same. I can't. I could never have a coffee. Um, but actually, within Herbalife, we've got a, a hydration thermogenic tea, which is herbal, and the caffeine comes from the leaf of the bean, which hydrates you rather than dehydrates you. And if it's in a powder form, so you can try how much you have. I actually have like five in a day, and I'm fine with that because it's it's come from plant-based. It hasn't been you know messed with. It's not really really strong. It's not gonna it's not gonna hurt your gut. So for me, it's all about finding different solutions which work for me. And if they work for me, I'm more than happy to, to recommend them, you know, to other people. Um, but drinking is one of those things, it's a culture thing. Um, and actually when I was in my last finals, six months of the state agency, I didn't want to be there. Uh, I had to hold on because I was, I was owed some kind of bonus and I didn't want to leave without it. <laughs> um, but the last six months of me being there, I didn't partake in like company events. Uh, or you know managerial get-togethers and stuff like that because I knew if I if I went I would be expected to drink and you know so it's so easy for people to go oh yeah but that's not true you can go and not drink you can't you really can't (laughs) (laughs) so I just stopped going Uh, and that you know that really made me look again at my lifestyle and I was like am I hanging around with the people that I should be hanging around with? The answer was no, because these people don't understand me, they don't understand my problems, they don't understand my choices. So a big part of um, the beginning of the pandemic actually for me was a massive learning curve of if you want to live your life in a certain way, if you want to be healthy and happy and do the best that you can for you, you've really got to control who you're around and if they don't understand you and if they don't understand why you're making choices then you can't be around them and you know what that implements that 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 has a massive impact on stress because if you do things you don't want to do you're gonna get stressed out and you can have a flare up and that's what i was doing for like the last two years in london yeah like like i think stress like like for me it was quite big like because like when i got diagnosed i was in my last year of school and uh, I was quite stressful actually because like I was in the drama course and I, I was uh, there were seven people only doing it out of the year because it, it was quite complicated um, to, to get around and at that time I was very ill and I still went in school because I didn't I knew I was going to catch up anyway so it was better me even though I was in pain uh, like try my best even though getting told that like you can go visit the nurse to see if they can do anything. I said, yeah, you're, no. You're pushing your body yeah. and your boundaries, yeah. aren't you? Basically? Yeah. But um, I did go in a couple of times, but when I couldn't come in, I didn't. And then I was told by my consultant that because I had to push to get seen, I, I, I wasn't going to get seen straight away. There was like, uh, let, let's wait a month or two. But like my, my family, my, my parents were the ones who noticed it more than me. That needs to, something's wrong, something's up. Uh, he's a. Uh, it doesn't look right. Uh, like uh, just looking at the pictures now, I do look very ill, um, yeah. like very very skinny as well. But during that time, I like getting told that as well. Like it was, I, it was good I got seen when I did. Otherwise, would have had surgery, which is another thing that's quite scary about Crohn's and yeah. so, so many different things as well. But uh, I, I would say I did get 
diagnosed quite quickly. Yeah, it wasn't too long, and then I came. I think up. the scary thing for me is, is um, I mean, uh, over the last, I would say, the last year, I have been in contact with, and I know a lot of people who have been either diagnosed with parental um, colitis or they've had it and they felt fine. Um, and, and I even have clients, okay, like I've got hundreds of clients, hundreds of people that I help with, with nutrition and fitness and I've got a client actually who's quite close to me who was in remonition for about two years, totally fine, he had the injections every couple of months which was his method of uh, medication and then at the end of November he had a flare up in hospital, he then had, he's got a stoma now. You know, he went through his operation and he's out now. I mean, he's out of it and he's he's actually back running and stuff. But I mean, that hit him like a bus, you know, out of nowhere. And I just thought, my God, I'm going around my life at the moment thinking I'm fine, but I'm on, I am on medication, which means I'm not fine. And like tomorrow I might not be. And that's again something that does scare me quite a lot. And it's like, okay, today you've got to do everything you possibly can to protect yourself. Um, but you know, we are out of control of it, and that's that's the scary thing, really. Yeah, I do think a stoma, like 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 seeing lots of people as well, like like, like having them and how they deal with them, it's quite it's quite amazing because like. Uh, who knows like one day you could have one and like it's very unexpected with having Crohn's as well so uh, I think that it can be a fear as well of having Crohn's but you could possibly get one one day. Yeah yeah massively you know what I've recently spoken to a couple of people on Instagram actually um, who have been in that position and the way that they've coped has been incredible and I do look at them and think God, I hope I hope I'd cope the way that you're coping right now I'm not sure if I would but I mean I know some guy that um got his in August last year I think September and he's now training for an Ironman event at the end of this year you know that is just incredible it is so inspirational but yeah, these things are here to, to catch us, and uh, we've got to be ready for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely do. And like, I would say, I'm, I would say, like, like I think there's like certain like, like, like ways that you can decide to have one or not. I think, like, um, I think yeah. it's, 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 I think you have to look into them as well because there's different names for them. There's certain ones that you yeah, can have. Points of your body that that need it and different parts of your digestive system and yeah it's all um, it's all a bit mind blowing. I try not to look into that too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I do as well. Like it if it comes up if I if I get like uh, if something does come up and it's uh, an option maybe I maybe look into it a bit more. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I think like lot like, like with stress as well with like as well like uh, and anxiety um like I think that is a uh, like, like n- actually first finding out about that 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 is a symptom is uh yeah. it's, it's not nice to think because we all have stress and we're all gonna yeah. get stressed about things and yeah and people's bodies react differently don't they and I, i'm not i'm not an anxious person i don't i wouldn't say that i'm an anxious person i don't go through things like depression and, and i really don't but i am a very busy body person and I like to do a hundred things at the same time. You know, I'm always putting myself under pressure to perform well. And that is just nailed into me because of the types of roles that I've been in since I was about 18. And I think 
that alone can build up this pile of pressure at the back of your head that you don't necessarily face. And I think sometimes with me, well, I know for me, it will be a build up and you know, build up of all of those things at every few months. And then my body will be like, whoa, chill out. Like you're doing too much, you've done too much. I'm gonna make you a little bit ill right now so that you're just having to stay on your ass <laughs> on the sofa for three days. <laughs> um, yeah. We're all different. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. And like, I remember you saying that you, you're like on like, do you take medication as well? Like, what, what, what medication do you have to take? Yes, yeah, so I'm on Asacol, um, Lanzoprazole, and Beverly. So they're not immune suppressors. Um, Asacol has been something that I feel like I've reacted well to. Um, there was a period last year, again, you know, we don't know why these things happen, but there was a period last year uh, in, in May, June, July, where I, I was a bit more regular with my illness. Um, I wasn't feeling great each morning. You know, some mornings I'd go to the toilet like 15 times before going for a run. I'd go for a run and go another 15 times. Like, it just wasn't normal. Um, so at that point, obviously, the pandemic was like in full swing and I wasn't actually seen by a specialist. I haven't actually physically been seen by a specialist for a year and a half about all this mess. Um, they've spoken to me on the phone and they put me on an emergency dose of Asacol, which meant they doubled it. So I can't even remember how much I want now, but it, it's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it helps, you know, and I think that's the scary thing. It's like, oh my God, I've just been put on all these meds and they're working. Um, and then just before Christmas, I reduced it a little bit by about 400 milligrams. Um, aim at the moment is to stay on that and you know slowly come off it if I need to but the doctors have said to me you know look if it's working don't mess with it um but there's another part of me which thinks I don't want to be on it yeah. so you know should I try um and come off it a little bit more and they've, they've told me that I can if that's the decision that I want to make but you know, can I be bothered with a flare up again? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, especially like in a pandemic, like, we don't want to be going to like into hospitals and having no. like like that's just been more stress on and more pain. But um, yeah. like, like like the medication I'm on, I'm on like azathioprine, like vitamin D, B12, which kind of helped my fatigue. But I wouldn't say that I would know that because of staying in quite a lot of, because yeah. of the past year. But uh, I I have been on um. In the past, a drug called infliximab and infusions. Okay. In, but I'm not on it anymore. I was on it a year, but that uh, had a quite a bad reaction. So I had to kind of move on. And now I'm on the Premiere like every two weeks, and that's been working well. And I've been on that just over a year now. So yeah. I'd say they're working well. But I think the aim is maybe one day to not go be on any medication, be medication free. Yeah, maybe. exactly. I mean, look, you know, don't get me wrong. I. I take every single vitamin there is, literally. And, you know, that does come from Herbalife and, you know, it's in forms of, of smoothies, of, you know, vitamin tablets. And I do a lot of sports. So it's really important for me to make sure that I'm getting all the magnesium and zinc and everything like that. So, you know, I do do a lot. 
you know, I'm not someone who says, you know, yeah, I'm really fit and healthy and I've got Crohn's and I don't do anything about it. I do. I, I take everything there is to support my immune system. Um, I eat healthy foods. You know, I don't eat things that are greasy or fatty. It's hard to break down. So I'd say that if someone else entered my mind, they'd probably think that it's a bit of a minefield. But because I've self-taught myself everything and it's been a journey over the last three years it comes naturally to me it really does which is why i'm so passionate about helping other people in a similar situation but you know i don't want people to think that oh yeah she's she's fit she's this she's got abs and she does that and the other she must be fine there's a lot that goes behind it (laughs) a lot behind closed doors yeah exactly but i you know that i think you know what an amazing thing is social media and podcasts because actually everything that I've learned has been through listening to podcasts listening to scientists listening to studies listening to interviews listening to people's stories and people learn from stories and I think it's so important to tell stories because they're easier to listen to than to read um and you absorb things a lot better when you listen um and i would say a massive part of my learning has been has been listening to other people um and you know well done for doing you know something like this because if if someone can listen to this and even for 10 minutes think oh right okay i'm going to try something different that might help me then you know you've done your job I think I think like it is a very good way of like speaking out on it. I think for me like, personally, it has helped me like maybe through the pandemic after like in the shielding like but in the shielding like for a year um, yeah. and maybe not seeing lots of people like through that time and like helping me. Like, I think like 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 just seeing people face to face does help um, as well. I think because like I know like. So social media is a very good thing and it can be a very bad thing sometimes to you but I feel like with a podcast it's very good just to see those people face to face I think yeah yeah massively and I think you know yeah you just touched on that social media can sometimes not be a bad thing I think that's all to do with what the individual does with it say for instance for myself I'm only listening looking and watching people that are going to add something to me and you know it's I, I want to give out content that people will learn from and be inspired by but also see the real me so you know if I'm running at 5am I'll show people but if I'm then really ill the next day I'll show people and I think that's what people need to be looking at not all of these you know cozy people and on holidays in Dubai and thinking oh my god I wish I was there it's you know look at what people's real lives are don't be consumed with things that are just unrealistic because that's gonna like you said when we're in a pandemic and all we've got to do is look at our screens it's gonna create stress it's gonna create anxiety it's gonna create all these emotions that you don't necessarily need to feel when ultimately at the moment you've really got to just look after yourself definitely and like speaking of holidays that can be very hard as well of like, all the forms you've got to fill in and like it, maybe you're in a flare yeah. as well in another country and, and like they don't know oh, you God. as well and imagine having a flare up abroad oh <laughs> that, that would be not the worst but I think you're doing like really well Chloe like with, with your fitness and everything and like inspiring other people Chrome. so please keep doing that because uh, I think like people will follow you as well and they probably are already doing that 
yeah yeah no I've again it's something that's quite new to me like being so open and honest about stuff but like I said it's it's something that I'm quite passionate about and it's something that I know that a lot of people struggle with and don't speak about because there are that I mean I've spoken to a guy this week actually off Instagram and he came on a video call with me and he said you know you're the first person I'm telling that I have these problems and I'm, I'm on this medication and I don't know what it's doing to me and blah blah and I'm like you know to be approached by someone random wanting a little bit of like encouragement and support is enough for me to um to keep going so yeah thank you and you're doing a great job doing this podcast as well like I said thank it's you. a huge part of my learning a huge part of my life is listening to podcasts and you know if I love it I'll pass it on to other people and I'm like oh my god you've got to listen to this got to listen to this yeah. so I, I do like myself learn things as well like um like so maybe someone like, like the medication just mentioned i never heard of it before so yeah. i think with yeah. medication as well there's so many different names like i know with like crohn's like you have all these weird names you never heard of before until you're until you actually yeah. get you're on them so i do think like hearing other people's stories does help your own journey i think mm. but, yeah well i think it's been a really nice chat chloe and, and talking to you because uh it's been a, a really lovely well thank you again and it's been a very nice uh, talk thank you so much for having me and um, take care look after yourself during the next couple of months and let's hope we're all out to play soon (laughs) I hope so I hope so thank you alright take care take care